Hello, hello, and welcome to the Patience Mindset Podcast. My name is Pastor Dang Jr. at Pastor Dang Jr. on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you were meant to be, live your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to the Patience Mindset Podcast. This is Patch Tang, and on today's podcast, I wanted to discuss a book that I found really profound, and I just finished reading. It is one of my most favorite books that I've read this year, and it really gets you thinking about social media and your habit of always constantly, mindlessly scrolling with your social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and how to declutter. And the book can be summoned in just one sentence, which is digital minimalism is a philosophy of technology in which you focus your online time on a few carefully selected activities that support the things you add. So basically, it helps you to develop and focus on the time that you have without social media. So you carefully select the apps that you want to use and you stick to those apps with your principles as much as you can and just limit your time on Facebook because social media was designed for us to spend most of our time on it. And since we have our mobiles and phones on with us 24-7, it's so easy to just jump in and use your social media every time you get bored. So the five big ideas from the book by Carl Newport. The first one is digital minimalism, which is a philosophy of technology used in which you focus your online time on a small number of carefully selected and optimized activities that strongly support things you value and then happily miss out on everything else, which means you pick the apps that bring the most joy to you and you just stick to those without having to do anything for me instagram is something that i use to put out my message so i use that to create content to try and help people in my position especially young adults and teenagers that might be going through what i went through and i might be able to share something that might help them so for me i'm mindfully use social media instagram especially to produce content to be able to help other people who are going in the similar position. Because me, as somebody who's struggling with anxiety, I try to help people understand that mental illness and the stigma around it shouldn't be there. And especially for young men, we need to focus more on helping them understand that your mental health is so important and the best way to really achieve that is to maybe go to therapy or just focus on becoming the best you and try to not let depression or anxiety become part of your identity. It's something you have, but it's not who you are. And the best way to do that is to limit your time on social media and just focus on the thing that bring you happiness, such as sports or reading or art or anything that brings you closer to being with yourself and being with your authentic self. So when you limit your time, the time you use on Facebook and just use the carefully selected um, apps and activities that support something you enjoy or supports the things you value and then you happily miss out on the rest it's so important so this is what i do so first you find out what your values are and then you focus on those values and select the apps that support it and the second big idea of digital minimalism 
is digital declutter, which is a practice in which you define your technology rules, take a 30 minute, 30 day break and reintroduce technology. And this is something I haven't done yet. I haven't really got to the point where I take a declutter, where I just completely get off social media for 30 days and just find other things to do. So some activities might include um, calling people and talking to them on the phone. Um, going out on nature and, or just going out for simple walks or just focus on the thing that bring me joy without technology. So that might include drawing, that, mean, that might include journaling, that might include playing basketball with people. And for me, I haven't played basketball for a while and it is something that's been in my life, in my whole life. So for me, I need to bring that back. So with a de digital declutter, that means I can go back to being present and just eliminate everything, especially with technology, and just take that 30 day to really focus on the things that matter to me and to prioritize the things that I need in my life and the things that I need to get done. And when you take that 30 minute break and you really don't use any social media, it really start to get you thinking, um, what's the most important thing in your life? And what do you need to spend more time with? If you're a parent, that might mean spending more time with your kids, going outside, playing sports. If you're a student, that means focusing on your schoolwork and being more focused and just eliminating the unnecessary, unproductive things that you have in your time that prevents you from being focused on doing the things you need to get done to be more successful in your school. Or if you are somebody that works, that time, that might mean you might go to the gym or you might read more books, or you just might focus on the thing that bring the most joy to you. And that 30 day declutter, I highly recommend it. And for me, this is something that I'm gonna do next month. And I'm gonna really focus on just disappearing from social media and doing that declutter. And then after, you reintroduce technology in your life. So you find the apps that really bring you the most joy and the most value, and then you stick to those principles, and then you never go back. Those are the rules you have to do. And the third big idea in the book is solitude deprivation, which is a state in which you spend close to zero time alone with your thoughts and free from input from other minds. And this is something that I do with my mindfulness. And I, I know I always preach about mindfulness, especially with meditation. It's so important to just sit alone with your thoughts with nothing else. Just to be able to spend that time thinking and just going through your mind and trying to really develop what you are thinking and what do you want your life to look like 10 years from now or what what are you doing right now that's not helping you to focus on your goals and to become the best version of you so when you have a solitude time to yourself it really brings out what you need to improve and what's the most important thing to you and to be able to wander freely with your thoughts and without any input from other people is so important and for me this is my alone time i spend half an hour every morning by myself just thinking and just visualizing where i want to see myself 10 years from now or where i want to see my life um maybe five years from now and just that time i try to make sure nothing is going to influence me and for you, that might mean going for a walk without any technology. So going for a walk without your phone and just really thinking and just taking in the fresh air and the nature and just focus on just being human for once and just go outside and really experience what nature has to offer to you. And when you take that solitude 
to take away from technology, your mind will start thinking, will start to think clearly and just focus on you and being the best version of you. And the fourth big idea that the book talks about is the social media paradox. Um, social media was basically built to make you feel both connected and lonely, happy and sad. So social media is a double-edged sword. The thing is, it brings people closer, but it also makes people more lonely. And for me, I started to see this about five, about no, not five years ago, about two years ago when I was using, um, when I was using Facebook. And for me, Facebook was always something that I used to talk to people and to see what my friends are up to. But after a while, I just realized it wasn't bringing me anything, and it was making me more lonely than than anything at all. So I decided to just move away from social media and I deleted everything and I deleted my account and it's been a year now and my thoughts my my life has been so much better without social media without having to worry about what other people are up to or without having to worry about me sharing myself and showing my perfect side because that's what pe most people do on Facebook they show their best side and let everyone know um, they have the best life possible and most of the time 95% of the time that's not true Nobody's life is perfect. We're all going through something. And most people have things going through um, behind closed doors we don't know about. And when people project that their life is perfect, it makes other people think their life is really bad or their life is not good enough. And and that's what makes social media um, help people become more lonely. And especially for young people, they see people their age who are becoming more successful, especially on Instagram. And you see all these fit people and all these um, models all looking perfect, and especially for young women. And it's actually incredible. One thing Cal Newport really emphasizes is that social media was made to really get people to spend more time on their screens. And there's a great quote he, he talks about, and it's, people don't succumb to screens because they're lazy, but instead... But instead, because billions of dollars have been invested to make this outcome possible. And it's so true because um, Carl Newport describes um, likes are the new smoking. So people are so concerned about people liking their posts and their content that most of the time um, the likes is the only thing that they care about. And this can really lead to an addiction, which is defined as a condition which a person engages in use of a substance in a behavior for which the reward effects provide a compelling incentive to repeat to repeatedly pursue the behavior determinate despite determinate consequences. And the thing is, it's really important to remember that social media was designed by psychologists to really make you feel like you need to always be on it and they really um exploit our human vulnerability which is um our social our drive for social approval and this is something that we human that we all human want we all want to be liked by everybody else and the thing about social media is it's so driven on being approved by other people so when you post something you want other people to like you and you want those people that follow you to like you and if they don't like you it makes you really feel bad it makes you feel like people don't like you and people don't like what you have to say and the thing is that was done on purpose 
people that made social media apps and social media, especially Instagram and Facebook, they made that on purpose. And it is it's, it's absolutely mind blowing that they'll be able to get actual psychologists to come up with ways for people to spend more time and grab your attention to spend more time on social media and really get you to and really focus on exploring the vulnerability that we have as human for our desire to be accepted by other people and to be approved by other people and i am a victim of this and i'm pretty sure if you use social media you are a victim of this you want other people to like you and social media really preys on that for people to like you and for people to like your post and if they don't like it it doesn't feel great for me for example if you post something and no one likes it it feels like um it feels bad and it shouldn't be like that social media was created for you to connect with people and to be able to interact with other people but it doesn't do that so most of the time it really focuses on your vulnerability and for you in the digital minimalism book author Cal Newport argues that everyone that use social media should take a 30 minute digital declutter break and he he basically talks about the three important steps you need to take in order to be taking that digital declutter really serious and to focus on becoming more mindful of your life and to focus on the things that are the most important to you in your life and the first step is define your technology rules and which is basically the di- the digital declutter focuses primarily on new technologies which describes apps sites and technology delivered through a computer or mobile phone screen you should probably also include video games and streaming video in this category meaning you got to take that 30 day break from all technology it doesn't mean any technology all technology that you use in your life um for some people that mean that might mean um focusing on just social media and you can use other form of um streaming or any form of video but for other people it just means focusing deeply on just eliminating all use of technology so you can just focus on being more mindful and really focus on what's important to you and focus on what you what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do and the second step is uh when you take that 30 day declutter break is to not do anything else and you will probably find find the first two weeks or two of your digital declutter to be difficult and fight urges to check on technologies you're not allowed to check these feelings however will pass and this resulting sense of detox will prove useful when it comes to when it comes time to make clear decision at the end of declutter the goal of the digital declutter however is not simply to enjoy the time away from intrusive technology during this month long process you must aggressively explore higher quality activities to fill time to fill the time left by the optional technologies that you that you're avoiding this period should be one of the strenu- strenuous activity and experiment experimentation you want to arrive at the end of the declutter having rediscover the type of activities that generate real satisfaction enable you to confidently craft a better life one in which technology serves only a supporting role for more meaningful ends and the third step is reintroducing technology after reintroducing technology you have to ask yourself this 
this technology directly supports something I deeply value? Is this technology the best way to support this value? How am I going to use this technology going forward to maximize its value and minimize its harm? To allow an optional technology back into your life at the end of the digital declutter, it must serve something you deeply value. Offering some benefits is not enough. Be the best way to use technology to serve this value. If not, replace it with something better and having a role in your life that is constrained with a standard operating procedure that specifics when and how you use it. In the book Digital Minimalism, author Cal Newport emphasized the importance of spending time alone without your phone. This means leaving your phone at home when you're going to do something. For me, I do that whenever I go to the shop or whenever I'm going for a walk or whenever I'm doing anything, I tend to leave my phone at home if it's not something important. And for me, this has been so good with my mental health and my well-being, especially with my anxiety. I don't need to worry about my phone or who's calling me or what I'm missing on. And it just really forces me to just focus on being with myself and being with my thoughts. And for me, it's so important to spend time alone. And author Kyle Newport really talks about not clicking like when you're using social media. When given downtime, our brains default to thinking about our social life. The loss of social connection triggers the same system as physical pain. Social media is either making us lonely or bringing us joy. The more you use social media, the less time you tend to devote to offline connection, meaning you're more likely to feel lonely and miserable. As Cal Newport argues, the small boost you receive from posting on a friend's wall or liking their latest Instagram photo can come close to comprehensing for the large loss experienced by no longer spending real world time with that friend. And to be successful with digital minimalism, you have to confront this rebalance between conversation, the much richer, higher breadwidth communication that defines a real world encounters between humans and connection, low bandwidth interaction that define our online social lives in a way that makes sense to you. So the most important thing is to really take that time in that 30 days to really think on what's the most important to you and to spend time with those that you love the most. And I really recommend this book because it really changed the way I use social media and the way that I think about social media. Because for me, I used to always use social media all the time. But now after reading that book, it really changed my perspective and my mindset. And I really encourage people to read that book and then decide what's the most important thing to you, especially when it comes to using social media. And that's all for this week's podcast. If you really like this podcast, please rate and review this podcast. Tell your friends about this podcast or just follow the page's Instagram at pages mind mindset pod. If you want to join the attention resistant, delete social media from your phone turn your device into a single purpose computer, use social media like a professional, embrace slow media, and dumb down your smartphone.